Early the next morning, Fiona walked down a rutted country lane into Timtree Corners. She strode up the cobbled streets, which were lined with tall, narrow Elizabethan buildings, huddled together like ponderous old women. The second and third stories of the aged, half-timbered, wattle and daub structures jutted out over the street. Bedding hung, airing out over the upper window sills as women set about their morning work. She dashed out of the way as the contents of a chamber pot splashed to the ground. A woman screeched, It's her! Fiona winced and tried not to look up as shutters slammed shut above her head. She lengthened her already vigorous stride and crossed the street. But it was too late. Villagers huddled inside their shadowed doorways. Worry lines creased their brows. The bootmaker hung out his clothes placard as she approached. Doors shut. The hum and rattle of morning activities tapered off into an eerie silence. Fiona passed by Mrs. Twillhammer's open window. Nearly deaf, the old woman's voice carried like a foghorn through the hushed streets. Such a pity. No matter where she goes, folks do stumble and fall. Table and chairs break into pieces, and I suspect the milk turns sour. The dear girl is well and truly cursed. A pity, Mrs. Twillhammer's sister agreed, loud enough for her deaf sister to hear, especially with her being such a pretty lass and all. Fiona hesitated, slowing her steps, knowing she shouldn't listen, but unable to stop herself. Why, only last month, Squire Thurgood's wife told me her expensive new soup tureen, shaped exactly like a gigantic cabbage, slipped straight out of the footman's fingers on the very day. The very day, mind you, that Miss Fiona Hawthorne came calling. Mrs. Twilhammer gasped. No! Oh, yes, terrible. It was simply terrible. The lovely bowl smashed into a thousand pieces. Fish soup splattered everywhere. Oh, and the smell. Well, you can just imagine the smell. Never mind, Fiona whispered to herself and picked up her pace striding briskly past the milliner's shop, the shoemaker's, and the wheelwright. She fancied she could hear people exhale in relief as she passed them by, and the clank and clatter of life began again in her wake. She carried a book tucked under one arm and headed in a straight line toward Mr. Quentin, bookseller. A red-haired lad stuck his head out from a narrow passageway between two buildings. His eyes opened wide, and he darted off like a rabbit. Fiona shook her head. They were so terribly frightened of her. Perhaps she ought not to venture into the village any more. Finally, she stood in front of the bookseller's open door. Mr. Quentin, a small, plump man, balanced precariously at the top of a ladder. Fiona watched from the doorway, reluctant to enter the shop while he was perched in such a hazardous position. He slowly, cautiously, reached out to place a large volume on the top shelf of his floor-to-ceiling bookcases. At that perilous instant, the red-haired boy flung open the rear door and burst into the shop. Grandfather! shouted his young grandson. She's coming here! That Miss Hawthorne, what has a curse, is coming here! The door banged into the ladder, unbalancing it. Mr. Quentin flapped wildly at the air for balance. The lad spun around, just in time to see his grandfather frantically waving a book in one hand 
and gripping the falling ladder with the other. The old man crashed down onto a table of books. Leather-bound tomes shot out in every direction. Grenfa! cried the boy, dodging a flying book. Fiona dashed into the room to help. The boy saw her and turned white as a sheet. You killed him! Nonsense, she snapped. But Mr. Quentin lay motionless in a contorted heap on the book table. She leaned close to listen for sounds of life. His chest quivered as he sucked in a breath with a huge, spasmodic gasp. Struggling back to consciousness, his eyelids fluttered and he blinked up at Fiona, who hovered above him. Pon my word, he exclaimed. I've gone to heaven. Oh no, Mr. Quentin, you are still quite on the earth. Fiona smiled, found his broken spectacles.